This episode of The Final Podblum is specially dedicated in memory of Nick's Nana, Susie Wolf Cohen. She loved goofiness, animals, and supporting everything I do. Nana, you were the best. This one's for you. This week we read The Adventure of Shoscombe Old Place, where Holmes and Watson go fishing for justice. Cab all our buddies, welcome back to the final problem, the only Sherlock Holmes read-through podcast brought to you from the Fraser Crane Autonomous Zone. I, for my part, am old CW Hills, and joining me here is the Nicholas. How you doing, Nicholas? Doing good. Getting my mental health under control more and more every day. Nice. Ironically, with Not all right of that, on, everything going on. Um, yeah, uh... I don't know. Like, it's so weird because, like, I haven't worked and nothing about my life has been routine or normal recently. But it's right. honestly been really nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've, 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 Have you guys tried having society collapse around you? It's, it's really honestly relaxing. Kinda, no, uh, I have. I've uh, started taking medication for depression, and it's honestly helped quite right a bit. On. Um, I've also cut down on caffeine, which I never thought I would do because I'm very addicted to coffee, but, um, I'm doing that and it's also very much helped with my nerves and, uh, every, my, my nerves. I sound so Victorian every time I say that, but like, (laughs) you really do. You need to (laughs) talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you got ghosts in your blood. You should do cocaine. And we've had plenty of time to get the apartment all sorted out and, uh, just like converse and have conversations and nice be people presumably while like <laughs> whittling on some whale boat right i feel like i'm like you know what i would have done okay back in t- no i wouldn't have but uh <laughs> <No>. and <laughs> the two most exciting things for me have been yesterday there was an awesome thunderstorm with tons nice. of lightning and it was so cool we yeah. watched we stood outside and just watched the whole thing and um also, we've trained the cats to do two tr- tricks now. They what? can now high five and oh. uh, stand up on their back legs at at command. They can vo- they can vosh bar. Yeah, they can they stand can, up like, and they got their little. Oh, that's it's very so good. <laughs> yeah. Now, Nicholas, I'm going to need you to answer this question for me, and know that neither neither answer will be disappointing. Okay. But either answer will be good in its own way. When you say you've taught your two cats to high five, mm-hmm. do you mean do you mean a given human or each other (laughs) oh that is a good question no uh we we stick out our hand and they high five yeah yeah, we we put our hand down and they slap it with their paw and then they get a treat uh and they actually learned it really quickly i was so surprised because i was like okay like i was never against it mom was like i'm gonna train the cats to high five and i was like good luck with that they're like they're kind of old they're like 10 now um but i really didn't think that i thought maybe they'd be able to because scout's very intelligent like i could just I right. could just tell she's a smart cat. Um, and Strider's very food motivated, so he'll pretty much do anything there for food. So, um, I, I was like, okay, yeah, this will probably take like a couple of weeks, many, many different lessons of like over and over and over. It took like two and a half right. days. Like by day, th- yeah. by day three, they both got it. And it was amazing. Cats are, cats are very so trainable. smart. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's been really fun. 
Also, the tomato plant yeah. that Vaughn bought on an impulse from a neighbor uh, for $10. Yeah. We thought it was dead because we put it outside to get sun. And then the weather here changes so fast in like minutes. And right. it was it got windy and we brought it back inside, but it had already like kind of got snapped in a, in a part. And so we were sure. like, Vaughn was so sad. He was like, it's going to die. This is it. But we kept it for tomato, a no. couple more days. And... um. And we got a, like, uh, it's kind of like a cage, but it's, like, just something to hold it up that it can, like, rest on. For bad plants. Yes, for bad plants. And I was going (laughs) to... Naughty plants go in the cage. I don't know. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) So... So we we caged the tomato plant, and it's like cage the elephant, but it's our it's our cover band. I thing. was gonna say yeah, that's go. my favorite vegetarian go up <laughs> elephant cover band. Oh, um, so we caged the tomato plant, and it's doing great now. It's it's actually doing really good, and we've repotted it since then. So we're get we're getting all into plant stuff. Right on. So, this is in danger of becoming a podcast. <laughs> it's gonna be a podcast next time I come on here high as fuck i really thought about that we should <laughs> we should genuinely do i was that ra- waiting for the right ep- honestly the right episode probably would have been devil's foot but that episode was great right so i feel like no there's another episode that mentions cocaine i'm sure that was a great episode yeah. well you know what we should do we should do it as a bonus episode mm-hmm. and we should rewatch holmes and watson Wild. oh no please don't put me through that again <laughs> I think I've put the idea out there. No, you know Brad Kefauver just punched the. We've air. already watched Holmes and Watson. We should watch um, the other Sherlock Holmes movie. I think it's it's either the Private Life of Sherlock Holmes or oh my god, it's the one with uh, Ben Kingsley and oh gosh, I'll, I'll look it up. Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine. That one. What's that? One oh, called? without a clue. Yes, without a clue. We should watch that one. Yeah, I freaking love that. Someone movie. told us about that. It's hysterical. I who? You, it was one of our Twitter. Buddies. You will like it. You will definitely love it. It's so Radical. stupid, um, but in a good way. The you know what? I had trouble finding it. Yeah. Um, the only the only place I was able to find it streaming was on YouTube. Yeah, that's where and I watched I, it. I reflexively recoiled against being forced to use YouTube's interface for the length of a feature film. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I watched the trailer and it seemed very bad. But also, the art of trailers has come a long way. Um, pretty recently. Yeah. So like, it's it's genuinely a good movie. It's good stuff. It, it is really good. It's it's not like okay. It's not like a masterpiece or anything. But as a comedy, right. it's no Holmes and as Watson. a comedy, yeah. it's very funny and the two actors work really well together like they are well, yeah they're they both masters hysterical uh yeah cool. i as a, okay, as a we'll do that. goofy like non-serious non-canon sherlock holmes movie i love right it. i i like the ridiculous shit every now okay and then. so the question the question yeah. is should we should we watch without a clue while high and then talk about it or should we watch without a clue and then talk about it while high because i don't think we could watch it high then talk about it high i don't think that would be productive or entertaining not be able to to. remember anything no uh (laughs) yeah we should watch it and then discuss high i think discuss that while yes okay cool all right we'll do that this is great yep outstanding we're the best at decisions <laughs> by the way did you see you did not see i apologize i forget you're not that's on Twitter. all right brad kefauver got a vinyl copy of the holmes and watson soundtrack good for him it's <laughs> beautiful it's got this orange vinyl on there well and like my mark motherspa did the score like the music was music's great. great no i, I yeah. completely yeah why not if you have a record player like fucking go off get whatever you want absolutely yeah that is oh, great i finally 
I'm very excited. I, we haven't recorded since this happened. So, uh, since I've been working from home, I've started taking walks, uh, mm-hmm. in the morning and sometimes awesome. at lunch before. Yeah, it's real, real That's good. Great for your health. Um, it's great for my health. I've lost a little bit of weight. Um, uh, my blood pressure is doing much better, which was the main the main problem there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so one time I was walking home, and Nicholas, I texted you about this immediately. Uh, I was walking through my neighborhood, and I saw a bookcase standing mm-hmm. there with a sign that said free, and I had a problem because I wanted it very badly, but I had <laughs> no way to get it home. Yeah. And so I just picked it up and carried it. Oh, my <laughs> God. Was it heavy? It was not heavy as bookcases go. Okay. Uh, it was, you know, it's a pretty flimsy, you know, part of, not particle board exactly, but it's a cheap, you know, yeah. flat board. Okay, board, okay, uh, yeah. Wand wood. Yeah, and it's, uh, certain, less than a hundred pounds, I should think. But anyway, I finally got it up here in my office. I got all my, like, uh, my D&D books and my Absolute Sandman comics and all my records nice. are down on the bottom shelf. But I like to think, well, first of all, it instilled in me a fear that I had to go walking every lunch now because what if there was treasure? <laughs> I was missing out on it. I'm telling you, dude, we go through so many walks uh, through the neighborhood and uh-huh. honestly, like, I'm not even joking, like, half our furniture we just found. I mean, it's no forest knife, but it's no, still No, like, good. we found, we we have uh, two chairs, like, a, sh- a bookshelf, and uh, just like, wait, what was the other thing? Like, an outside shelf for, like, pots and sure. and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's so much free shit. Just, like, people people want to get rid of it, it's and they don't want to drive to yeah. the thrift store and drop it off, I guess. So they're just like, hey, anyone exactly. want this? It's great. But my my main takeaway was that I, because it was so light, uh, I was able to put my walking stick uh, on top of it, just literally pick it up and, like, balance it on my head. Mm-hmm. And it was still very, it was still very heavy, and I, I managed to do it. But, like, I like to think... That maybe some, like, wee boogan of a child <laughs> was watching me because they were in quarantine. And, like, mm-hmm. for the rest of their lives, they will tell the story <laughs> about, no, I saw this guy. He picked up a bookcase and yep. walked on with it. <laughs> Fuck off, Jeremy. Jeremy, you're so full of shit, Jeremy. You didn't see Jeremy, you're a fucking liar and you know it. You didn't see any such thing. <laughs> and, oh, I hope so, too. Me, too. Yeah. Anyway, so... Boy, this is uh, a Sherlock Holmes podcast in every way. So, um, <laughs> Shoscombe Old Place. Boy, what a story. Uh, yes. Some wild shit happens here. Oh, also, listeners, uh, thank you for coming back. We did take uh, a brief hiatus for everyone's well-being, uh, because <laughs> the world was dissolving around us, and we're very glad to be back with you guys. How's life? How you doing? Let us know at us. What cool birds have you seen is the question most broadly applicable to our listener base. <laughs> um, so what'd you think of Shoscombe Old Place, Nicholas? Um, it was wild. I totally, I, I didn't yeah. even really predict what the, nope. It was going to be, I kind of got it. I got it. Like it, it was a very, it was a very clever setup, I think, because it's like, it, it really makes you think you know what's going on, and then and you do you not. don't. Um, so yeah, I, I I totally thought that he had just killed the lady, and that that was that. I think we all did. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I, I like this story. It I learned a bit about horse racing in the Victorian era. It was just it was it was interesting. Um, I don't know. Uh, what did you think of it? Did you like it or? Did you think it was I dumb? did. I uh, 
I I liked the like the elements of it that mm-hmm. were brought together. Um, I was somewhat dissatisfied with the ultimate conclusion and with the tone that the ultimate conclusion struck. Oh, okay. Um, and we'll we'll talk about that because it might just be like maybe that i didn't vibe with the story the story didn't what it nicholas so i've gotten to that point where i need my younger friends to explain modern (laughs) slang to me what what is a vibe check and what does it mean to pass or fail one is it like a small (laughs) check is it like do i have to go to a reputable dealer and (laughs) i recalibrated i'm honestly not completely sure i'm not the best person to (laughs) I'm, i'm not very hip i'm a lot of people have told me that I'm, like, an old person in the body of a the young grandpa person. grandpa friend? Yeah. yeah so, same. uh, I don't... What I understand is <laughs> <laughs> vibing is kind of, like, right. chilling. As they would say, in right. my day, we would say chilling. If you are relaxed, okay. if you are in your zone, if you're having a good time, you're vibing. Okay. So, now that we know what a vibe is, uh, <laughs> I can see that as a phrase and concept, it does not apply to my relationship with this story in the way I thought it did, oh, so we're right. moving on! Um, <laughs> Alright. Okay. So, picture it. Holmes and Watson are solving a glue crime <laughs> via microscope. Yeah. This made me happy, because Holmes says that the police have, quote, just begun to realize the importance of the microscope, Mm. which is fucking hysterical to me. (laughs) Because, like, no, no, Lestrade. Oh, wait, sorry. No, Lestrade. You have to be able to use the microscope. Don't you want to see the the nickel and and copper filings that have fallen into the seams of this man's coat that prove he is counterfeiting? And Lestrade's just like, no, no, Holmes, I don't think you understand. Crime's as big! Right? <laughs> it's not your little bugs, your little guys on me, on me, on me crudite that now I know there's little stuff crawling all over me food. Thank you for that. Thank you for ruining my one joy in life. But like, no, <laughs> crimes, crimes by and large is big and done by the big. So I think, I think Holmes is just a critical misunderstanding. If anything, get a telescope. <laughs> it blows my mind that, Giant crimes. it blows my mind that like people are not that, that people back in Victorian era did not make the connection between, um, the, like, what am I, how am I trying to say this? I, it, you would think that as soon as they invented the microscope, they would start applying it to all different, I, I think the, One would think. <laughs> I think the implication is meant to be like, Sherlock Holmes is so much ahead of the police and, uh, he's so much ahead of like the times that he's, using technology in ways that we don't even know it's applicable for yet. Right. And, which is amazing because Conan Doyle was not a genius. No. No. Yet, by creating this character, he just happened, he predicted so many, like, useful, like, Holmes is actually, like, a lot of the stuff that is in the Sherlock Holmes stories inspired actual real life forensics. Yeah. Like, oh, it's true. The, the fiction inspired really. I, I man, I found this. Uh, I watched this awesome documentary specifically about the Sherlock Holmes stories and how they um, influence modern forensics. Let me see if I can just look it up real quick. I'm really sorry because it was like <laughs> sure. it was really good. Nope. I think it was on the Science Channel. Um, Not at all. Sherlock Holmes. Well, while you're doing that, yeah, uh, I can tell you and the listener that I'm. Uh, the research um, proposal I'm doing for the class I'm in right now, I want to know more about how, like, 
uh, using narrative reference and anchors in your decision making processes. Like, you know, what would uh, Ang the the Avatar do? Or this is a lot like that time Jesus slash Spock had to be sacrificed for the greater good. Like, the, you know, on decision making processes, which is the whole thing. But like, I I did end up finding a study where they had uh, med students read Sherlock Holmes stories for like a month just like super intensively and first of all mm-hmm. it did help them like make decisions more quickly like in the context of like medical care and like no it's stat do stuff um you know medical 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 but like yeah. all of them just turned into huge Sherlock nerds <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic nice yes oh my god that's amazing so what'd you find? Oh, okay. So the title of the documentary is How Sherlock Changed the World and is actually sure. streaming on PBS. Uh, well, there you, can, you, go. you can watch it. PBS.com or dot org. Sorry. Uh, yeah. How Sherlock yeah. Changed the World. It's, uh, the, public broadcast streaming. Yeah. Examine the impacts of the fictional Sherlock Holmes on real criminal investigations. So yeah, Neat. it's a great documentary. Yeah. I watched it years ago, but I just remembered it because it was so interesting. <laughs> um, right like on. you, you know, fiction has an impact on reality, but not usually this directly. Um, right. So we'll have to post cool. a link to that. Yeah, yes. we'll uh, we'll post something there. Yeah. So they're doing stuff. Uh Holmes has received a letter from a John Mason, who is the head horse trainer for Sir Robert Norberton, who is a horse racer and assaulter of uh Curzon Street moneylenders. Whether or not uh he also works over on Jadzia Street and <laughs> later on um Esri Street uh <laughs> Esri Avenue. is not <laughs> yeah, we're not. Well, you know, it's a short story. There's not. There's not really enough time for that. That joke is gonna fucking kill with like the one percent of our <laughs> audience. One. By yep. the way, there will be corpses, and <laughs> the cops will you, be Trekkies. baffled. That was for you, Trekkies. <laughs> so, what's right. in his letter? Um, yeah, so they receive a letter from uh, John Mason, who's the head trainer for uh, Sir Robert Norberton. Wait, there's a letter. I thought he just shows up. Does he? Oh, the letter is. The the letter pre- yeah the letter precedes him by like a minute story okay time. yeah right yeah exactly um conveniently he arrives right after the letter is read right but, um yeah so he's uh John Mason is the head trainer for uh Shos- Sh- I got mm-hmm. this Shoscom Old Place uh, which yeah. is the property of uh, Sir Robert Norberton who they they train horses for racing and they have right. prize race horses they also have uh. Show dogs, which are uh, Shoscom, the Shoscom Spaniels, which are this like absolute top-ranking uh, show dog, and top dogs. Yeah, and John Mason arrives, and he says, uh, "I think my employer, Sir Robert, has gone mad." Uh, so Sir Robert has been acting really strange lately, and the trainer is the head trainer is basically just like, "I, I don't know what's going on, but I really think it's some mischief." And he starts to describe the recent events that had led him to go seek help from Holmes. Uh, Correct. So he gives, he sits down, gives his picture of events. Uh, he describes Sir Robert and his sister who, Sir, wait, he, oh, Holmes and Watson. So Holmes, so Watson knows a little bit about racing because he bets on the horse races regularly. Because he's a gambling <laughs> addict. And um, so Holmes Probably says, all right. a result of his PTSD. Yeah, so Holmes is like, uh, alright, I'll make you my handy guide to the turf. Tell me everything you know about, uh, this guy. And Watson's like, okay, yeah, so Robert, he, uh, he's, um, 
uh, about the most daredevil writer in England. So he's known to have kind of like a Watson. It's really funny because Watson describes him using the word dangerous and Holmes describes him using the word interesting. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Pretty um, good. yeah, he, uh, yeah, he has, um, quite a huge personality. He's, he's known oh, to yeah. be violent. He horsewhipped a person, uh, yep. once, uh, a money lender. So yeah, he's, he's kind of, he's kind of off the shits. Uh, he's been, and he's also in financial trouble constantly. He does to his not neck. know how to handle his money. Um, in racistly described debt. Yes. And his, and he lives with, he never got married probably because he's an asshole. And yep. he lives with his sister who is Lady Beatrice Falder. Uh, she is the widow of, um, the, her husband owned Shoscombe Old Place. So Sir Robert right. doesn't have, actually have any, uh, claim to the, house or no. money or any of it it's all hers. not a penny to his name yeah so he lives with her um and she takes care of all the money situation and she deals with his nonsense uh they get yeah. along as far as everyone knows they they're they were really close uh she's kind of it seems like she is in more into like the show dogs but she also likes the horses and sir robert is more yes. in charge of the horses oh look at my pretty puppy oh yeah <laughs> so who's a good boy and that is going to be relevant to the story um so they used to get along pretty well, despite Sir Robert's very bad handling of his finances. Uh, until yep. recently, they seem to have started to quarrel. Uh, my next quarrel. notes are on the other page. Okay, so um, Sir, Sir Robert, <laughs> Sir Robert, uh, right? I'm just like, let me just real quick, it's right in there. Okay, I wanted yeah. to leave the window open because it's raining right now, and I was like, that would be an oh. amazing ambient noise, but then it stopped, like, as soon as I hit record. So, anyway. You know what, I can, you know, I could probably feed some rain in there. Don't worry about it. If you want to, you can. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I leave, I leave that decision up to you. Just quiet rain, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Calming noises for stressful times. Uh, so, I'm telling you, man, that thunderstorm healed me. <sighs> What is that? Seagulls? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, my little winged friend. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah. Every time, dude. Every time we don't record for a while, I'm so excited to hang out with my buddy, and nothing gets you done. Lined up, line up all the stingers. <laughs> So, Man, I want a good thunderstorm. This is supposed to be monsoon season, and we're not getting shit. Do you ever get thunderstorms out in Arizona? Yeah, dude, that's really? what a monsoon is. Oh. Yeah, it's this wild rain and thunder and dust storm, and then the place gets flooded because this is the only place in the world with worse drainage than the AV. And then comes <laughs> mosquito season. It oh, is very no. bad. Why does anyone yeah. live there? It's the worst. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, so, you can go Lady to Beatrice. You can go to accuweather.com and it can tell you where all the current like weather is and if you're going to be getting any thunderstorms soon. So I can be you, hella jelly. You really want to know. But yeah, I want to be surprised. I want it to be a gift from you nature, not a package I ordered I and I'm nervously watching the tracking number on. Respect that 100%. Thank you. Um okay, <laughs> surprise weather. That's what we want. <laughs> If our surprises Lady gonna, Beatrice. If our surprises are gonna come from anywhere, I would like it to be the weather and not politics. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Or mur- or murder hornets. Yeah. Which you know what? I'll give the murder hornets this. They kinda read the room and just pieced out, didn't they? 
I don't know. I honestly, there have been so much other more relevant news. I for I have yeah. no idea what's going on with the Murder Hornets right now. <laughs> they're, they're not doing okay. They're having a hard time here. All right, great. <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay, Lady Beatrice. Yep. <laughs> so. Sir Robert is, uh, according to John Mason, he thinks that the brother and sister are arguing. Uh, he is betting all of his money on the latest horse race with his horse, uh, Shoscombe Prince. Yeah, Prince, uh, yeah the Shos- latest in horse technology. Shoscombe Prince, the very absolutely top of the line. He's from Minnesota. <laughs> right off the, right off the horse right out of the horse factory there we go right out of the horse factory well moments before the tragic explosion of course he was the final one he was the last one produced he's the final legacy of the horse factory there it is and so the public he's he's running him as a he's just got a patch on his side that's in the shape of an unpronounceable symbol these are prince (laughs) jokes there it is there we go all right so (laughs) So the public doesn't know how good... I thought this was interesting. The public doesn't know how good the horse is because yeah. Sir Robert runs the prince's half-brother out on the track for people to, like, horses watch. Horses have half-brothers. And the horses look the same, so they think it's the prince running, but it's actually this other horse, and the prince is way faster. Right. I'm like, is that allowed? Horse racism. Is that legal? Can you well, do I mean, that so in horse racing? Is that like is that like a I oh guess. smart trick or is it like he's breaking the rules? I don't know. I didn't look it up. I don't know. I, well, I mean, it seems to me that like he wasn't out there riding the horse or running the horse or whatever he does, mm-hmm. and like he wasn't holding a sign that says "Behold, this is the Shostak yeah. Prince." <laughs> he's just letting like, people listen. So I guess it's smart. I, I guess it's yeah. a it's a it's a clever clever move there strategy. I guess. Yeah. So anyway, he's doing that with that horse. Um, he he's gonna he's gonna run this horse and it's it's his last chance for it, basically if, if he doesn't win this one the debtors are gonna come and take all of his shit it's all over so, yeah. it's all over for him so that's why he's so intent on winning this race and he doesn't and and so John Mason as far as he knows it's the race that has him on edge um, which right. it does but he Reasonable doesn't know assumption. he doesn't know why that they're uh, that he's arguing with his sister or anything like that and he says for a week. Uh, he knows that they're arguing because for a week the sister has driven past the stables, but she hasn't stopped to say hi to the horses. And um, right. she always she used did to come that. in every day, every single every day, day she, she would come, come in, say hi to Shoskin Prince, give him a piece of sugar, and that was just her tradition. And she's not doing that anymore, which is very strange. Um, she's also drinking way more, sulking, broody. She's out of the way. Uh, yep. She's just not being seen as much. She's acting OOC. Yeah, and her maid. Uh, it, who works with her is from Bliska. What? Her maid from Bliska. I don't know. Is that a no? She doesn't is get a name. Thing? I don't, I don't think. <laughs> but um, I don't think so. Yeah, Neither does not. the dog, which is surprising. I know. Usually, like at least the dog gets a name, if not the wife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's no <laughs> wife in this story, so I don't know. Um, there isn't. Doyle was like, I got. I only got so many names. I can't think. It doesn't matter. Uh, so. <laughs> So, oh, and so th- she hasn't been visiting the horses, and also, uh, Sir Robert has given away her favorite pet dog, which is just yeah. unheard of, because this is her, this is her baby, basically. Right. And, uh, so he doesn't know why that's happening, and, uh, then to further suspiciate things, suspiciate, that's right, just made that word up, that's, patented it. Yep. Uh, that's the one he has been visiting the haunted crypt late at yep. night he went out at midnight you know. one night sir robert went out at midnight like one night and uh met someone in 
<laughs> this graveyard crypt place is so ancient, yeah. nobody knows how old it is. And Necropolis. Uh, the person he met was uh, a stranger. They the it was the butler and uh, the head trainer Mason who went who followed him just to see what the heck he was doing. Right. Um, and trained famous heads all over the place. So they so they're like that's weird. And then I think they went back the next day, or they went back later to the crypt to like look around, and they found uh, human remains that were disturbed. But the corpse was really ancient. It was like a mummy, basically. It was so, described as a mummy. A mummy, yeah. So, I mean, I'm like they preserved bodies in in ways back then, so that it would have like looked like a mummy. It wasn't actually like right. mummified or anything. Because it wasn't like as far as I know, only slab. Egyptians did that. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so, Emhotep is invisible. <laughs> that that's all going on, and. Mason's like, I, I don't know what's up. This is weird. Uh, something really sus- shady is going on. And yeah, shit's weird. Help. Yeah. Um, they, Holmes knows that something, he says something dark is going on. There, there's, pro- there is definitely death involved. Because we have found human bones. And, right. uh, yeah, John Mason actually brings in, um, a bone. A that human he- bone a human bone that he found in the furnace of the house. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I got all of these notes down, but I forgot to write like a timeline of events as to what this happened. But I think I got it in order for the most part. It's, it's honestly a little jumbled. Um, yeah. and I think, I think it's, yeah, it's supposed to be a little, a little chaotic and weird. Yeah. yeah. Shortly. And this, this, this charred human bone, uh, was found shortly after, um, Lady Beatrice's dog was like, constantly freaking out mm-hmm. like just just going bonkers yeah, in a way how- most unbecoming of a of a professional show dog yeah he was howling at the at the well house constantly and sir robert was like get this yeah. dog out of here i can't i can't see him anymore and look this dog without any explanation so um nope just gave it away that's that's the like a common sandwich yeah that's the information why do you give away sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a common sandwich. You wanna keep the you wanna keep the rare sandwiches. I suppose so what you got a you got a favorite sandwich brand? Because I personally love Jersey. Sandwich I I brand? go oh, okay. brand, but like like a sandwich place. Like that you I oh, personally okay. love Jersey Mike's. They're my favorite. Um Makes the bread's always really crunchy and they like cut the meat right in front of you. It's like it's really nice. Sure. They I don't uh, know if they have one out here, but they had one in Lancaster, or wait, yeah, there are a couple here. It was great. That's where I discovered them. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Subway man generally. Subway, um, I had Subway's what? garbage. <laughs> Subway's oh like God. the worst. They're like at the bottom of the sandwich tier. You gotta branch oh out, dude. There's God, so many better fine. places. You got Jersey Mike's. You got Firehouse well, subs. If you have a Firehouse was... subs out there. We do, actually. They're it's great. Nearby. They are well, so Well, I was good. about to say yeah. that the last time I had Subway, it was very disappointing. I got one of their uh, flatbread, whole wheat flatbread breakfast mm-hmm. things, and it just was not very good. Nah, dude. I think I, I think nah. probably said goodbye to Subway. Stop hitting at Subway. Although, they are awful. I'll say this. Yes. Get a spicy Italian, get some toasted bacon on there. It's pretty good. Yeah, can't, can't really deny. And, and when it, when, back when I did go to Sebo, I, I pretty much exclusively got the spicy Italian. Well, and I think really that speaks more to the virtues of salami and pepperoni and their incorruptible quality than it does right. to any Right, you really cannot mess those up. Subways. Yeah. yeah. So you're right, I'll have to find a new sandwich shop. I was uh, I was a fan of Jimmy John's for a mm-hmm. while before I discovered that it's run by a literal supervillain. So yeah. 
Yeah, we have a lot of those yeah. out here. Um, <laughs> I'll have to try Jersey Mike. Is Firehouse Subs toasted? Is that what it is? Because I'm not here for that Quiznos shit. No, you you can have them untoasted if you want. Um, okay. it's, it's it's basically like just customizable sandwiches. Um, they fair enough. It, the reason it's called Firehouse Subs is that it's themed like a firehouse, and they've got like firefighter. Okay stuff in there and they donate a certain amount of money it's exhausting firefighters uh so yeah it's it's great i i I there a lot because i think they give you like a discount if you can prove that you're a firefighter or related to one and so obviously i took advantage of that because my dad but yeah they're they're really good nice Um, the sandwiches are a little smaller than jersey mike's but the ingredients are just as good quality. Um, well, and also, like, an American sandwich that you get at an American sandwich shop is a ridiculous amount of food. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, sure. like, a slightly smaller one is probably fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, good. you know what? Up your game, time, Casey. I'm trying to help you out here. Next. <laughs> I, I appreciate you're trying to uplift me. You're trying to <laughs> civilize me like so many missionaries. <laughs> so you know what? Yeah. Next by the next time we record, I will have tried either Jersey Mike's or uh firehouse. or firehouse and yes. I will report back because I love me a sandwich. All right. So, uh yeah, some weird skullduggery is going on. Uh Holmes and Watson decide to go fishing. The, yeah, Holmes is going out here under the guise of Holmes and Watson are just going fishing. It's funny yeah. cuz like he doesn't in some of the stories it's 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 kind of inconsistent how undercover he goes i suppose yeah i suppose because sir robert is well known in the horse racing community if he heard that the detective was around he would get scared so that makes sense that he's just like oh no i'm just some random we're just a couple of random fishing guys from london trying to get some fresh air out here and it's really funny because holmes clearly doesn't know anything about fishing and so he's just like grabbing a bunch of random fishing related things and like all right watson let's go and puts an entire ham on a hook just throw it <laughs> in the water. Uh, so yeah, they they go down to Shoskam, uh area to snoop around. Uh, they are staying at the Green Dragon Inn, which I'm pretty yeah. sure is the name of the inn in Lord of the Rings. It really is. It's <laughs> where you can just, get the only brew for the brave and true. I'm so happy. Dead ass. That is just the name of the inn, and I'm like, what? Wh- who came first? Was it this? Was it, are there many inns named the Green Dragon? And well, that's a really good. Okay, well, <laughs> so this this by definition had to have come before Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. So so I think it's safe to say this. Yeah, I so honestly the, the, think I really just think the Green Dragon is a sick name for a pub, yeah. and so a lot of people use it. <laughs> it's radical. Yeah. yeah, as well they should. Yeah, dragons are huge in medieval English mythology so they're yeah all dragons are pretty huge generally because like if they were small just think about it if you could have like a little <laughs> dragon on your shoulder like a little guy i would like, be Meh. unstoppable it'd be great and just you'd be like marshmallows for you go fetch my slippers right i love dragons and they'd come back all chewed up and toasted <laughs> oh they'd be pre-warmed put them on your there feet you go. Oh. warm them up be great. It's so good. The investment of fireproof slippers would be well worth the benefit. I think oh, that would yeah. pay off pretty quickly. Absolutely. For a dragon? Oh, Barnaby. So, Barnaby the tiny dragon. Do you just create this dragon or is I, it just occurred yep. to me right. as where I've said it's been a while since we've invented a, a new animal. In a mascot. story full of animals, 
We managed yeah. to make the mascot an animal that did not appear in the story, and in fact, as far as we know, does not exist. <laughs> well, as far as we are inclined to, but well, and second of all, we don't really know. We do see the dog at some point, don't we? That dog yeah. gets up to some shenanigans. The dog yeah. plays an integral role, and in, he does. He plays in finding out part. what is going on here. Still yeah. doesn't get a name. You know who gets a name? Barnaby the tiny, the tiny house dragon. Yep. Yeah, dog. Dog's name could be Barnaby. I don't know. He's so good. He doesn't want treats. You just give him like a quarter or like a shiny like a shiny slug like, yeah. a, like an arcade token and he just ah, he just holds on to mm-hmm. it very good yep he loves it so much he's got a little <laughs> tiny pile in the corner i'm gonna uh, i am gonna draw this dragon if nobody else does <laughs> please do all right so, green dragon in that's where they're at it's true and they meet uh josiah barnes proprietor jockey and recipient of uh the famous unnamed dog that was stolen away from lady beatrice Yep. So he tells them all about the fishing in the local area and all about Sir Robert and how he's doing. And he stops talking because he realized he interrupted Nicholas. Oh, no, he didn't. I Go on. No, I'm good. Cool. <laughs> so and then he just and then he just sums. He, they, they essentially do a mid story sum up of everything yeah. that's going on. Yeah. Uh, Sir Robert is is unsustainably in debt. All of his money comes from his sister's estate, to which he has no legal claim. She is acting out of character. And Holmes comes to the conclusion, not the conclusion, but the supposition. He mm-hmm. comes to the supposition that, like, with these pieces moving in these ways, he can fit them together such that he might have killed, encrypted, and then replaced her with a double. Mm-hmm. And that is basically their... Um, that is his theory for the moment. Uh, but yeah. he makes a plan to... Uh, do an experiment the next day to see uh, something. I don't think he goes into too much detail, but um, they have an. Ex- I don't think they, so. They're they're going to do an experiment tomorrow, and it involves the dog. So the next right. day, Nicholas, oh, and do you also prefer an experiment or an ex winter green. What? <laughs> <laughs> the next day. Oh my gosh! All right, so the next day, Nick kills Casey and runs the podcast by himself. From then on, Ow! <laughs> in a shocking twist, is that why you wanted me to teach you how to edit? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was bored. I have nothing else to do. I'm not That's working fair. right now. Uh, but yeah, um, so they. Oh my gosh! Now I'm all. The next oh, day, I, there's one integral thing that I keep trying to say, but then I keep forgetting. Um, but I remembered it now. I've got it in my hands right here. It's like a fish just wriggling to get away. So Do it. the dog, this is important. They have to keep the dog tied up or he will run right back to the house. Um, okay. So that's a fact that was stated in the story. I'm a little it's rusty. A we have not recorded in a while. <laughs> That's Shit okay. No, it has been, yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. And also, I did not read this story very carefully, so I'm glad that I, you're providing. I really straight up thought you were going to say, I did not read this story, and you had just <laughs> managed to bullshit really well up till yep. this moment. I just yes and my way through. I was going to be really yeah. impressed, dude. You should have just let me believe that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, Goozled again. Um, so, yes, the next day, they take the dog who I am going to name, let's see, what's a good do- name? For- it's a black dog. We got Batman. So, <laughs> yeah, no, um, Batman didn't exist Crumpet. yet. Crumpet. Crumpet. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of like, did people actually name their dog Fido? They must have. 
Because it's so well, yeah. Because well, no, it comes from it comes from it means loyal. It's like oh, from really? the same root as like fidelity. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah learn something new every day. Um, that's also very cute. I like that for a dog. Okay, so yeah. we got Fido here. Do you know what Cerberus's name means? Is it fluffy? I think I read that somewhere. It's not. No. It's close. It comes from the Greek Kerberos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely mispronouncing that because I don't know from Greek. Uh, but anyway, it means spotted. So it literally just means spot. Cerberus was a Dalmatian? <laughs> it's... Yes! <laughs> Head cannon accepted. 101 Guardians to the Underworld. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. That's oh, awesome. so many coats. We got, alright, we got, we have so many animals. We got the horse, which we barely talked yeah. about. We've got the other horse, which got, looks like the yeah. original horse, but it isn't. It's his nope. half-brother. And then we yeah. got... Horses <laughs> have half-brothers. And then sure. Got, dude, horse culture is whack. When we get to Silver Blaze, I am gonna, it's a whole, no, it's a whole thing. People who raise horses are like, okay, so William Shatner, I promise this is relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I promise this is relevant. Broke me. William Shatner divorced his wife me, me. at some point, and during sure. the divorce, he had to fight her for rights <laughs> over their horses because sure. they're like they're, they're some kind of purebred horse. And with horses, you the point is someone has a male horse and he breeds with other horses to get offspring right. of that famous the horse. So basically, right. you're taking the. So he wanted ownership of not necessarily the horse, but the horse's semen. He wanted to be right. able to breed His seed. the horse. Yeah, so that was a whole that was a whole thing with 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 that the the horse. He wanted the horse semen in the divorce. So right, yeah, horse 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 people are weird. There's all kinds so of stuff. At, at, it's a whole culture. So at what point in the discourse surrounding the horse divorce <laughs> did either of them admit remorse? Have, or have we named... Perforce, damn it, we already have an episode titled Horse Discourse or something. We did this the last How is one! It? Ah, we're going in circles. Nobody wants the horse discourse. We've officially become those two old guys who just tell the same jokes and stories over and over. It's... True. It's not my fault that horse is an inherently funny word. It There's is. a lot to work with there. Horses are yeah. inherently funny animals, honestly. It's People true. They're take ridiculous. them so seriously, but they're so stupid. Did you know that horses' legs aren't legs? That, like, mechanically, just, like, skeletally, biologically, they're just big-ass fingers? What the fuck are you talking about? That's why they're so fragile. That's why it is so fucking easy to break a horse. A horse is essentially a giant hand. What? No. <laughs> No, I hate that very much. What? Wait, what? Like the, their their hooves are like just the fingernail? Okay, yes, so I've heard, exactly. I've heard, That's literally exactly it. Wow, I really don't know what to think about that. So anyway, horses are weird. <laughs> horses are weird. We gotta start listing the alternate episode titles someplace because I really like all of them, and I, yeah. I don't want them to be lost. I mean, I put them in the goofs in the in the credits for the episode where I give us nicknames, but uh, we gotta, mm-hmm. there's gotta be a repository somewhere. Oh my goodness! All right, so so they take Fido out. They yeah. take Fido out the next day, and um, Holmes 
I assume told Watson the plan ahead of time. Probably not. I don't think he did. Nah. <laughs> He's nope. dragging Watson along. All right. So they get to the gate of uh, Chaskamold Place, and they know what time uh, Lady Beatrice usually goes out on her drive. Normally right. before this to see the horses, but not anymore because they're fighting. No. Um, and Holmes uh, tells Watson to stop the uh, carriage driver to ask him some question and right. uh, just to get the carriage to stop. And, Hol- and Holmes is standing off to the side with the dog. And when Watson stops the carriage, Holmes lets the dog go. And right. to see what the dog's reaction is. And the dog runs Ooh. up to who he thinks is Lady Beatrice, like all excited, like he's his tail's wagging, he's he's ready Eat to see her. my mommy, and I get to see her. Exactly. And then immediately, uh, once he gets to her, starts, he, he turns completely 360, starts barking, and acts scared and confused. And so that is all the, and then uh, right after this happens, obviously they, the, Maid says, "Drive on, driver," and the, they they run away. So Holmes is now sure that whoever is parading out as Lady Beatrice is not, in fact, Lady Beatrice. Oh, also, mm-hmm. the voice that tells the driver to keep driving is a male voice. So Correct. it's a man disguised as this old lady. And right. So now they know that that's going on. They don't know who it is. Something's yet. up there. Something's up. Lady Beatrice is not, in fact, out and about. Uh, and Correct. she is probably dead. But we don't know any anything else really past that yet. So, yeah, they so yeah. The, the dog is momentarily bamboozled by the imposter who is yeah. masquerading as his mistress. Um, and Holmes says, dogs don't make mistakes. The, I, it's it's a good it's a good bit. It's a good line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, bl- it's objectively untrue. Dogs are idiots, <laughs> but I'll allow it. Yes, in this instance, okay, I get in this instance it makes sense. So yeah, yeah so that just occurred. And then I think after that, the, the story has a really good pace. It goes from one thing to another pretty, I don't think it lags yeah. at any point really. Like everything that happens is quick one after another relevant. Um, yeah. And There's so no right, filler. Yeah. It, 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 he basically, it's a very good, solid, classic Holmes story. Uh, everything's kind of yeah. given to you. I don't think anything is really like hidden except, I, I think. I think someone could be able to figure this one out. Do you think there's any yeah. big thing? Mi- you know what? Let's let's get to the end. Let's let's yeah, see well, what happens and then at the we end. Can, and then then we'll... we can reminisce. Yeah, yeah. So you you can go ahead. Well, um, you know, it's interesting that we're talking about it having no fat on it, no uh, no real extraneous or unnecessary bits. But like, then they actually go fishing, and I yeah. wanted more <laughs> of that. I wanted to hear about the Holmes fish catching mm-hmm. method with my patented fish drug. Yes, just I like in that King of the Hill, where he gets this this whole pond <laughs> addicted to opium. <laughs> oh my god! I cannot imagine that Holmes would just know how to fish. That just that's not relevant to the detecting field. No, I he didn't keep that file. Does Watson know how to fish? Maybe Watson taught Holmes how to fish. I don't know. I would be very surprised if Watson did not know how to fish because he, he Watson seems like is that kind of guy. He's an outdoorsman. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, I can see it as I like see that nice couples bonding time teaching teaching yeah, how to fish. Absolutely, love it. So they do some actual fishing. They have a dish of trout for supper, and right. that upsets me for linguistic reasons. The fish was delish, and it made quite a dish. Wait, why uh, does it then? What's wrong with what's wrong with the the dish of? First of all, okay. Well, this could just be a remnant of my time working on Master Chef, but it really bothers me to hear like 
recipes or food arrangements described as dishes. Mm-hmm. Like it's a culinary term. Yeah, it. I don't. It. Um. I, I don't know. It just. It just rankles me for for some reason. It's kind of like this. It's. It's the same problem I have with describing is like this fajita plate. Like no, it's that. Shut the. No, it's like <laughs> when I put some triscuit and some cheddar on a plate and take it over to the couch to watch Frasier and have Tanam on with my wife. It's not. It's not a cheese plate. It's a plate with cheese on. Shut up. It anyway, could be. Um. <laughs> it could be. You could make any dish that fancy. If you say it a certain way. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's just... It's just the pretension, a, a, a maybe. Dish. Maybe that has something to do with it, but like a dish. I don't know. Plus the esh sound is always kind of soft and gross. Yeah, um, you rarely... Fair. I don't know. It's not as bad as like homemade soups, but still. <laughs> what if they so, could be bothered by... <laughs> Imagine... <laughs> Imagine having the energy to be bothered by something like this. I could. I see. Here's the thing. I come home and I'm. I'm not. I'm not mad at the soup commercial where the little girl has two mommies who make her delicious tomato soup and grilled cheese on a rainy day when she comes home all covered in mud from jumping around in the puddles like Peppa Pig. No, I'm mad that in the in the in the commercial they refer to multiple soups as being individual things. They're not. There's one elemental soup from which all soup is descended anyway <laughs> all right so they do some fishing <laughs> angling there are two anglicans who are angling <laughs> and then there we go they go to the crypt uh, yep. with john mason for a spot of light grave robbing uh so <laughs> they get there they find where was the bones and the man says this is where was the bones i found him it was a mummy and uh did you know that they used to use mummies to make paint what? What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Let's hear about yes. this. Okay. Right now. So I learned about it on Omnibus, which is where I learned most of my interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, it was a specific mm-hmm. color of paint called mummy brown that was only, which sounds like I'm making it up. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I promise. It I'm not. really but like, does, but understandable. I'll but to no. You in this instance. Yeah. No. Real life is is always always stranger, but never as strange as lies, as John Hodgman taught us. But no. Um. It was made from the wrappings of mummies, because what they would do is, before there was a Smithsonian, before there was any kind of, like, national museums, you could just be a rich asshole who'd be like, I'm going to go break into this tomb, and what I find there will be my family's treasure forevermore. And then just keep it in your house. You would just steal a mummy. Just steal a dead guy. And then they would have parties where they unwrapped them erotically. I'm not making this up. Anyway, so then they uh, took... Some of the, <laughs> yes. So then they took some of the wrappings and they turned it into paint. And you can Google it right now. You can Google Mummy Brown and you'll see that it is not, in fact, a Murphy Brown spinoff centering on motherhood, but a very specific color that was used in paintings. And so, like, you can test a painting that was known to be used with Mummy Brown and, and be like, oh, yes, well, this traces back to that dynasty and shit like that. It was wild. White people are fucking bored as hell. So don't even tell me that my boredom <laughs> goes in weird directions because I'm not I'm not desecrating tombs to get new hues and shades. Oh my god. Yeah, they see this is the kind of stuff where when you research history and find out how awful history white people is are, fuck. it is actually oh. so much worse than you could ever imagine. You could possibly <laughs> imagine. No. God. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh there is a mummy in the corner. <laughs> Mummy in the corner and blood on the corn. Oh god! All right, sunrise so, gonna come late. They they crack yeah. open a tomb. Oh, it's our old friend the Jemmy. 
um, uh, Sherlock brings out from his coat last seen in Charles Augustus Milverson, Milverton, mm-hmm. uh, he of the turtle security system, and he uses it to crack open this here sarcophagus uh, made it's of like lead. Yeah, crack it all open like a walnut with a corpse inside. Uh, so, Nicholas, have I told you my favorite fact? Ever? Like, Ever. number one favorite? Wow, that's... This is my number one favorite fact about about the world. It's, okay, so... Okay. Um, it's very vague, but go on. The red, the lead coffin here is what reminded me, because mm-hmm. uh, the, there were some, sto- some sarcophagi made of stone here and some made of lead. Mm-hmm. It reminded me that Marie Curie's corpse... St- and her notebooks mm-hmm. are still lethally sign a waiver to look at them radioactive, and they will be for another two thousand years. Wow! That, I know <laughs> that that science. I mean, that's first of all, that's incredible in its own right. But second of all, I love that science in attempting to destroy magic accidentally created genuine cursed objects. <laughs> That, the irony is delicious. It's so good. It's so good. I just want to sprinkle it on there. It'll turn even the shittiest Subway sandwich into a work of art. (laughs) So good. Anyway, so they crack open this lead coffin, and just then, oh no, Sir Robert is upon them, Nicholas. So basically what I'm learning is that I'll never be as cool as Murray Curry. (laughs) I get, well, nor will you ever be as hot. Yeah. Because radioactive. Is it? Yeah. Radioactivity is described in hotness. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Well, I thought it was described in will kill you ness. Well, I mean that too. (laughs) That is a measure. That is a measure of heat. You know what? Fair. I always feel like I'm gonna die when it's too hot outside. So I get that. I understand. It's awful. Good thing I don't live in Arizona. Anyway, (laughs) so Sir Robert is upon them, Nicholas. Oh, no, this is going to be real bad. Surely he's going to fuck their shit up, right? Surely he is fluent in handing them their own asses. What happens next? (laughs) Yeah, so he shows up at the crypt and is like, who are you? What are you doing here? And Holmes is like, I'm Sherlock Holmes. What are you doing here? Who is this? Who's this corpse? Explain, dude. Dear stalker, motherfucker. Explain. Um, So... Holmes actually describes himself as... Let's see. I liked this quote. Please do. Uh, Sir Robert, uh, what business is it of yours? My name is Sherlock Holmes, said my companion. Possibly it is familiar to you. In any case, my business is that of every other good citizen to uphold the law. So it seems to me that you have much to answer for. So that that actually... Sir Robert um, comes in. He kind of comes bursting in like very aggressively. But once Holmes... uh, kind of is able to give his explanation he yeah. he kind of is like you know i really haven't done he yeah. sir robert's clearly i'm thinking, actually like, super I, eager to explain my actions have if you actually, have a minute I, I know i look really bad right now and let me explain it, it really is just like let me let me explain i don't think i've actually yeah. technically broken the law yet it's um, wildly anticlimactic so it, it kind of is yeah um it's, You're expecting a fight in a crypt? Holmes has a crowbar? This guy is known to have right? physically assaulted moneylenders in public? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah. you really are. There's a mummy that could come to life at any moment? I, I think, I honestly think the anticlimatic, the anticlimacticness of the... Anticlimato. Anticlimatus. Of, uh, anticlimatia of... Ooh. I'm just gonna keep making weirder and weirder... Uh, That's a good one. So, yes, the anticlimatia of um, 
Sir Robert not attacking them and deciding that he wants to, in fact, explain his situation works because you are so sure that he's going to do yeah. one thing, and then he doesn't, and you're like, Wait. It's an effective twist. It is. Yeah. No, I, it is. I liked it. Uh, so he does explain. Um, he, he, Holmes, and Watson go back to Trascombe Old Place, sit down, yeah. and then he... Um, uh, Sir Robert gives his account of the story, which you can go ahead and okay. lay it out. So, his sister... Uh, Lady Francis? That's not true. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking of Lady Francis from the other story. Um, the Lady Beatrice there we uh, go. was, yeah, sickly and unwell her entire life, known to have the dropsy, uh, which I looked up. Uh, it is edema, which is when fluid collects uh, under your skin. I also looked um, that up. Anyway, it was gross. Yeah, <laughs> real bad. Um, and she died. Uh, as was her lot in life. I am unclear on how fluid collecting under your skin can kill you. It's probably not great for your circulation, I would imagine. Anyway. I don't think um, so. I think it was that in combination with the fact that she was just very old. Yeah, and she, kind of oh, already she? infirm. Yeah. Oh, she's, I did she's not older. get that. Yeah, I think she's... Okay. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I don't know. Research I, break. I, <laughs> I, I, I could have sworn I saw her described as, like, older. It's possible. I don't know. Anyway, so... Uh, of course, with her weak heart and dropsy, one shouldn't expect that she should get about with him. So, I don't know if she's older, if she just has a weak heart. If she's just, sure. like, infirm. So she's in frail. Yeah, she's yeah. frail. So she's generally so, infirm. So she died just of illnesses that she already had. Um, just up and died. But because Sir Robert knows he will not receive any of the money, it, it's going to go to her, uh, her brother-in-law. Um... Wait, he's her, her brother. No, wait. I mean, no, he's her actual brother. This, the money from her. No, he's her brother. And wait, the money from her he was... estate is gonna. When she dies, it, she's just holding onto it right now. Basically, when she dies, okay. it's gonna go back to her husband's brother. Oh, yeah. Sir Robert I isn't gonna get any of it, which is why he okay. needs to win the. Yeah, which is why he needs to win the race. Oh, that's I where misunderstood. His, yeah. I. I thought it was okay. Well, let's 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 finish out the what, yeah. and then we'll get to what I thought. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So she died of illnesses that she already had, and uh, he realized that if as soon as word got out that she was no longer alive, all of the people that he owed money to were gonna flock right to his house, take all of his stuff, all of his money. He was gonna have to owe everything back, and he couldn't borrow it from his right. sister because that money is not his any. He has no access to it anymore. So okay. he just needs a week or two until the race, and he can win the race with his horse, get right. his money, everything will be cool for him. Um, obviously, he's sad that his sister is dead, but he just kind of hides her body away in this yeah, and He replaces the bones of this mummy with his sister's actual body and is like, as right. soon as the race is over, we can announce that she died and we can bury her properly and do all this properly. stuff. But he's yeah. kind of just like hiding her in a closet for now <laughs> in a way. Right. And it's kind of, I don't, it's kind of dark. I don't know how I feel about that. He, he claims at one point, like, I promise I have not, I don't feel like I've disrespected the dead in any way, but I don't. Yeah. Then that's, that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of, that's, that's kind of why, as I mentioned earlier, the vi the vibe check bounces for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay, yeah, uh, she died, and all of this. So he hired or forced someone. We don't really get a lot of details on the imposter, mm -hmm. but he 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 got someone 
to uh, to do a combination of Weekend at Bernie's and Waking Ned Divine. Oh no, and, yeah, we do. Uh, stuff- we do. Um, it's, do we? It's the maid. Did I just miss that? The maid's, husband, the maid's husband. Yeah, is an actor. Okay. So okay, and Sir Robert knew the maid because she was more devoted to him than her lady. To him than than to ladies, right? Maid, yeah. So okay, yeah. So he gets the maid's husband to act as Lady Beatrice Wall. Correct. Dura- until and the race. stuck her dead ass uh, into yonder sarcophagus, which is what Holmes discovered uh, and cracked open with his jemmy just as Sir Robert came upon them in the yeah. tomb. Um, so the horse uh, was part and parcel of the estate and would never yeah. have raced again. He would he would have he would have gone to rot. So Holmes says, "Well, I'm going to have to tell the cops, my friend. Oh, the cops don't care. You are going to 100% get away with it. Okay." and that's and like Holmes really just like just pieces out like as soon as the explanation it's almost just like well you didn't kill her so whatever I guess and it's like I it's weird it is kind of weird it's like there's not it's not very it ends in a technically satisfying way I guess I I mean, I don't do know, we man. Really want this guy? I, I just—it's just like we don't really care about this guy. He's—he's—we d- we don't. We're not given reason. He's kind to. of an asshole, and but he's not like. But like being awful? an asshole isn't a crime. Yeah, like he doesn't. It's kind of yeah, just being like a gambler. What your actions were shitty, but not technically illegal, so I can't arrest you. Bye. Right. <laughs> like he didn't abuse the corpse. Like he, like he didn't, he didn't Queen Elizabeth and Holmes and Watson her. Yeah. Like he, you know. Yeah. So. I don't know. So my understanding, I guess I had gotten this wrong. Uh, my understanding was that when she died, the estate would pass to him, and the only thing protecting him from his creditors was that he had no money to his name. So that my understanding was when when the estate passed to him, they would descend and pick his bones clean of this new money he got, including the horse. So he just needed... He just needed to have the horse legally in his possession long enough to make and claim the bet, which he would use to pay off his creditors. Mm. So I guess I got confused somehow. But yeah, he just, he, I mean, here, here's the thing. He gets away with it if you consider it to be something that has to be gotten away with. Like, yeah, because he gets a slap on the wrist for not reporting the death sooner. But right. like, she ain't getting any debtor. Like, I mean, what? yeah, it's, it's, it's very, it's just kind of like a weird, it's, it's, it's like a situation more than anything else. It's like, technically, nothing has really been desecrated or destroyed except for the bones of this ancient mummy who no one Right, gives which even then, about. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the estate of Imhotep is, is welcome to, you know, bring forth a grievance. Mm-hmm. And Victorian attitudes towards death were very strange. Um, yeah. And just are its own thing altogether. Uh, so I don't know. I think I, I think the reason we can't really comment too much about the ending of the story is just the attitudes towards death were so different back then. So yeah. I think if you were reading this in the Victorian era, it would have more punch or whatever. It would be more maybe. dramatic than maybe today. I'm not sure. Um, maybe, but even then, Holmes like Holmes says a couple of times, "Oh, you'll have to answer for this. I'm going to call the cops." But then he immediately leaves, like kind of like he doesn't really know what to 
do with it. Maybe Doyle didn't know what to do with the ending of the story, maybe, so he just was yeah, like, Holmes, all right. I, Holmes just says, well, fuck you, I'm out of no here. Way. You're, you're weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was a weird thing to do. Kind sir. of, yeah. Like, I, all right, I guess. And that's that's it. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's old Shoskam Place. Yeah. Um, I, I see now why times. I did not really remember this story. It's more no. just kind of odd, but I, I still liked it. Yeah. It was, it was it, it strung you along really nicely. It had some nicely. interesting pieces. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Um, it was, it was a good time. Everything ultimately did make sense at the end. Once the explanation was very yeah. neat, at least. and Yeah, and those mechanics were actually were actually pretty interesting. Like having oh, yeah. a dude pretend to be your dead sister so you could do this stuff. Like it was mm-hmm. it was convoluted enough to be interesting. Uh, so mm-hmm. it did a pretty good job. I liked yeah. it. Nicholas? And I like any time we get to see Holmes use dogs as a tool, because, like, like yeah. microscopes and all of these other things, I don't think dogs were too much used by the police force back then, but right. Holmes was... Uh, Holmes uses bloodhounds a couple of times. He, he uses dogs a few times in the story to, like, get clues or get get some information, and it's, it's always kind of interesting Blues, to clues. As someone who is into animals. So what were we going to yeah. say? Huxtable? Oh no, I was I was just gonna say that I have to ask you the question we ask every time. Did you find yourself a Huxtable? Hmm. Oh, also, I'm sorry, I have to point out, I was listening uh to our last episode, The Yellow Face, because it's been fucking forever since we recorded it, and that's yeah. more a function of time ceasing to have any real useful meaning in the world than yeah. of us. But um but we Okay, so first of all, we forgot we didn't do a Huxtable for the Three Gables because fuck that story. Mm. And then we forgot to do a Huxtable for the Yellow Face. Yes, which warranted one. Absolutely. It did. Um, do you remember off the top of your head anyone from the Yellow Face that warrants your Huxtable? You cannot tag the horse factory explosion that set these events in motion. <laughs> that's that's an event I can't even know. Uh let's see. I want to give it to um Lucy, who has no idea what's going on and is just having the a little girl. Time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's just having a good time. She's she like, has I'm no idea. See my mom. That's yeah, all. that she's this weird, dangerous, valuable piece moving around on a board she isn't right. technically allowed to be on. Yeah, <laughs> wild. That's yep. a good one. My uh, my Huxtable, my retroactive Huxtable, has to go to uh, the witch, the old lady who takes care of Lucy. Yeah, the the maid. Just because, like, just I always love that. Like Arthur Conan Doyle, he has Holmes treat servants very kindly, usually, um, except for the three girls. Mm. But like. He's also there's also a lot of classism just built into the way he writes because mm. like oh, it's a servant a servant did it it's fine and some servants did stuff it's they're not people don't worry about it yeah. so like just th- this woman is like oh, all right I'll stay in America and I'll raise your weird half breed child that you're not allowed to tell anyone about okay fine I'll come to England and I'll keep this child a secret somehow anyway even though we just came from England okay fine I'll live in the shittiest little room in this house even though this little child I'm not allowed to tell anyone about gets a whole room to herself with a framed picture of you on the mantle that's fine yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Know. just like this poor old witch she's who I, I don't know doing a lot over her pay grade I think she is earning that check man yeah, i hope she is. yeah what about in this story did you did you find yourself a, a shoscum old huxtable um oh the dog undoubtedly that's <laughs> i know fair. it's i know it's a cop out i know it's easy but like oh he deserves it oh yeah yeah, yeah he helps no, solve the case 
Yeah, because there was. No, although I do have to say, it would be pretty interesting if they had just like if they hadn't had the dog and they just had to confront Lady Beatrice directly, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh no, it's uh, it's clearly a dude masquerading as this light. So what are you doing? And then yeah. like. <laughs> We'll see, and my my experience as a as a D and D player leads me to believe that at that unmasking, he would be like, "Aha, fight time! Into the crypts where we'll have a fight and do stuff." But that's probably not what would happen. The mm. dude was drunk all the time. He'd probably just be like, "I'm a pretty lady. That's what I am." <laughs> and um, I, I, I don't know, but uh, my Huxtable for this story has mm. to go to that man himself, to the actor, the actor, just like. Yeah, yeah. Just doing his job. Like, well, because he, because he was he was he employed by the place as well, or was he just married to the maid? He was just he married was, to the was maid. Was he a butler? Okay, no, he was just yeah. Sir Robert just grabbed him, dragged him into this whole mess. He didn't want to okay, claim th- any yes. responsibility for anything at the okay. end. He was like, I don't, I don't want to be involved. Yeah. I'm just acting. It's fine. He gets my Huxtable, please. <laughs> for the scene that we did not get. When his wife, the maid, who is implied to sort of be not untrustworthy exactly, but definitely a little shifty, she's just going to come home one night mm-hmm. and sit her husband down and say, So, <laughs> we, okay, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, right? How, how, how did that would go? You feel, no, you know what? I've got a gig for you. That's what it is. Haven't you been trying to pad that resume? <laughs> just, <laughs> right? <laughs> So for the scene we did not get where he yeah. came to a place in his life where he's like, you know what? It's just another job. I'm a professional. I'm going to play the part. Mm-hmm. And just, yep. <laughs> so that guy gets my hooked. Well, that guy's amazing. God didn't bless you. Didn't have to you, do sir. it, but Take- he did. <laughs> well, I mean, he got he got paid to be pretty and drink for yeah. like two weeks or what the shit ever. So sure. taking her easy out there for all us fretful sinners. <laughs> so that was uh, Shaskam Old Place. That was a hell of a thing. Let sure us... Was. Take a look at the canon and see what we are reading next. Go ahead and erase this from the list. And I will go ahead and roll my dice. That's going to be episode 33? This is going to be episode 33. 33 coming up episodes, here. wow. I know, <laughs> dude. I'm really proud of us. We're working our way through these stories. For real. Okay, so... Next time we are reading, okay, well, 89, there are not 89 stories left. What's 89 halved again? That's 44 rounded down. We don't have 44 left. 44 halved is 22. Uh, We are reading 1908's Wisteria Lodge. Yet another one named after a house that I do not remember because it was named after the house and not any of the events that happened in the story. Fair enough. (laughs) All right, let's see. Wisteria Lodge. You know what it sounds like to me, Nicholas? Yeah. You know what it sounds like to me? Oh, no, I this feel story like, has parts. I feel like wisterious happenings probably transpired. Wisteria. Ah. Yeah. So what about, what about the story? What were you going to say? It has two parts. What? This story has two parts. What the fuck? How long yeah, is on. it? Um. Uh, da, da, da. Alright, we got 359. Is it a novella? 359. It might have been published in uh, in parts. Missing. Oh. So this is from his last bow, which is after the return of Sherlock Holmes. It was right. Doyle um, writing even more that he 
just did not want to. But <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, Wisteria Lodge. Yeah, that's a it's a two parter. Let me see how long it actually is. It a chunky boy? It's nope. It's not too bad. It's it's only like is he thick king. In my edition, it's twenty pages long, which is not oh, okay. that bad. That's not. That's longer than they usually are. Do you think we should do each each part its own episode, or is it worth? Mm, well, we could. I, I I actually wouldn't mind doing that just for yeah, just two uh, uh, two lighter lighter chompier episodes. Yeah. I think they'll be they'll be thinner. Yeah, a little bit shorter I think too. Fun. Yeah, because yeah. probably less people. I'm sure are commuting if they do listen to us on a commute. Uh, yep. So we should maybe try to Paul Thomas Miller does. Tighten up the episodes a bit. Yeah, I like that. Nuts I like and that. bolts. Cool. Okay. All right. So next week, uh, go ahead and read part one of Wisteria Lodge. That's your home's work for next week. Uh, you can feel free to tweet at us. Tell us who won your Huxtable for this story. You can find us at the final Podblem, where we have a bunch of great friends who post about their birds and also many stories where John and Sherlock smooch. Uh, you can listen to the other programs on our Semi-Automagic Inc. podcast network. Uh, you can listen to Dice and Virtue, where we play 5e D&D. You can listen to Squirrel Scouts of America, where we read through the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. You can listen to Peculiar Objects, where we play kids on bikes. And you can listen to the Gerald Field Report, where we watch through Hey Arnold and uh, map the odyssey onto it sometimes that's what happened last time it was surprisingly easy to do even though it's a very large minivan so um we would love to hear from you and until then everybody oh you know what you can go to our patreon uh if you want semi uh patreon.com slash semi-automagic um if you should like to support us that way monetarily you are welcome to do so and we would welcome it uh, we know that's not everybody's love language, but you know what? It costs stuff to run stuff sometimes. Are so. we also making <laughs> donations now? We are. Uh, we are in the process of making a donation to a charity, the name of which escapes me at the moment. Um, Christina Stone, who many of you will know as uh, Gwen and later as Tess LaCoyle on Dyson Virtue, um, has uh, found a charity to which we are donating. I forget which is what it is off the top of my head, um, but I've got the pay co- PayPal controls, and I'm going to be making a uh, sizable donation to a charity uh, in solidarity with the protesters and all the people trying to make the world a better place. I can find out what it is. Let me let me just scroll down real, real yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see here. No, that's a picture of my kitten. <laughs> that's a picture of my kitten. There's also a picture of my kitten. Holland J cat. How is she? Nicholas, do you know what the J stands for, Nicholas? I don't. The J, the J stands for oats. So what? Uh, Holland oats cat. Anyway, J. Uh, All right, never mind. <laughs> so uh, it looks like we will be donating to the Innocence Project. Uh, there are one million things to donate to right now, and they are all wonderfully worthy causes that all deserve our money. But wrongful imprisonment and the inevitable uh, deaths and loss of quality of life that follow uh, are uh, definitely not more important than those other uh, causes to donate to. We're not saying that. Uh, we're saying that this is a fundamental one that is seeking to address uh, some of the core wrongs in our society and in the system that we have cobbled together here, which yes. is that prisons are fundamentally immoral. Uh, but that's a different conversation. That's in the pre-show. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we will be making a sizable donation to the Innocence Project and uh, retweeting some stuff about that. So, 
That is all here from the Fraser Crane Autonomous Zone. Um, we hope you all enjoyed this episode. Uh, we enjoyed being back with you guys. This was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. This was a lot of fun. Um, we haven't gotten to hang out for a long time, Nicholas yeah. and Casey, and it was really nice to hang out with each other and hang out with you guys. We mm-hmm. miss you guys. We hope you're doing okay. We hope you're taking care of yourselves. Stay safe. And if there's anything we can do to help, let us know. I wanted to say a couple things. Um, oh, yeah, by all means. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, thank you, everyone, for continuing to listen and yeah. support us, even in this we love you guys. really wild time. And I know a couple of people. I am not on Twitter anymore uh, for my own mental health. And I, You're a quitter. That's been going great. I'm a Twitter quitter. And, Good job. Um, <laughs> it gave me the jitters, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All right, shut the hell up. So I am no longer on Twitter. I will not shut up ever. I refuse. And uh, a couple of people were reaching out because I de- deactivated my account just to make sure I'm okay. I'm doing all right, you know which is are. a very fair question to ask. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yes, I am. I um, my nana died recently, so I have been morning for her a bit and she was an amazing woman and i remember her i will remember her very fondly and so that was why i wanted to take some time off and also just uh the pandemic stuff and everything going on is just a lot and uh so i just hope everyone's doing okay really i just want to i i have no i i have nothing much to say except i hope everyone is as safe as you can be um, keep talking to each other, stay in touch. Don't, if you're, if you're isolating or if you're quarantining, um, make sure you're talking to people and stay yeah. in touch and not, you know, losing your mind. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. And also educate as much as possible. Uh, if you have, if you have time, if you're not working or if you're, if you're wondering what to do, there's so many good resources out there, um, for learning about, uh, perspectives of black people and all different types of minorities yeah. that you just might not ever and have heard of or anything and social media will great... be retweeting some of those yeah yeah, yeah. we yeah. in in past we tried to keep this the twitter fairly apolitical um i mean besides our our own blatantly obvious beliefs bleeding out <laughs> into the content we create but uh the, the time for that has passed i think so yeah we'll mm-hmm. be we'll be tweeting those those resources and um yeah and yes Yes. Yeah. Spread information. Uh, spread good information if you find it, and just uh, yeah. stay safe and keep watch out for your friends. And we will. Yeah, we will see you next time. Thank you again for we'll see you listening. Next time. We love making this show. We do, and, and we love all our listeners. Yeah. All right. Bye, uh, buddies. Yep. Till next time. This week we read The Adventure of Sh- Sh- How the fuck do you pronounce <laughs> this? Sushkom Old Place. Uh, I don't know. We uh, should, Paul Thomas Miller made us so self-conscious. We need to establish this before we begin the episode because this word comes up quite a bit. This week we read The Adventure of Shoskum Old Place. Where Holmes and Watson go fishing. For justice. That was good. Yeah.
I like that. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That's yeah. right. okay. What's the other one? Okay, What's the other one though? I have before I make my final. Of course. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna need another lead in. Go okay. Ahead. This week we read the adventure of Shoscom Old Place, the first story written in the English language to feature encryption. Of course, it w- it was of a lady. So, <laughs> I like the first one better. <laughs> Uh, they get yeah. along, as far as everyone knows. They 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 were really close. Um, She's his sugar sister in law. Basically, yeah, kind of. And uh, basically, Casey recently, said regrettably. <laughs> recently, that's, uh, maybe 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 leave that one out. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that one. Sometimes I say something for the stinger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know. Um, and you know, provoking you is half the reason I say things like that. Right? <laughs> sometimes I just say things, and <laughs> sometimes Casey says things and then regrets them. <laughs> what could a say things cost, Nicholas? <laughs> One regret. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a regret. Go see a Star War. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes, we we've we've overthrown capitalism. We pay for things with regrets and yep. memories now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the economy is self-sustaining. It's fine. Uh, uh yeah, I'm still broke because so, my memory sucks, but <laughs> Oh buddy! No, I'm kidding. Sad. Um, I see enough. here's the thing though, you can regret that, so there's a constant source. There we go. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, that was a wonderfully uh, Alice in Wonderland-esque conversation. So, twas. 